But first, Circle of Blues' Brett Walton spoke earlier today with Senator Gary Peters, Democrat of Michigan. Last week, you helped convene a Senate subcommittee hearing on the federal role in responding to perfluorinated chemicals, also known as PFAS. Based on that hearing, what do you feel is Congress's role in this? Well, I think there's a, a number of things uh, that we have to do. Uh, first uh, and foremost, uh, we need to put more money into to research. Uh, one thing that came out very clear in the hearing was that we still don't know a whole lot about uh, the human health effects about this class of chemicals, and we're talking about 3,500 different type of PFAS chemicals. Uh, we need to uh, have uh, increased research dollars. In fact, part of uh, what came out of the hearing, which I think was a surprise to some folks, is that the uh, the impact on the human body may not be limited to folks who are drinking water uh, with PFAS in it. There also may be an op- uh, there may be a pathway for uh, through the air or even uh, in skin contact. And certainly that's uh, very concerning given the fact that PFAS is put on upholsteries and in clothing and other ways that people may have uh, contact with it. So certainly there's a need for additional research. But the other fact that I think is absolutely critical is that the EPA has an enforceable standard. Uh, And I pushed them pretty hard in that uh, committee that we've got to have the standard. Folks need to know uh, what is uh, a safe level, if any, uh, and what standards do we have to to clean up to. Uh, I was reassured uh, by the EPA that they thought they'd have something uh, this fall, uh, but they've been saying that for some time. They've always uh, and kicking the can down the road, and we're going to keep uh, pushing that. And I think the third area certainly is where where accountability can be tied to federal properties, particularly the Department of Defense. You know, a number of military facilities uh, were um, uh, have uh, this type of contamination as a result of their firefighting uh, foam, and so there will be uh, there will be contamination uh, related to that, and we're going to have costs associated with uh, that cleanup. But I've also, uh, in the short run, have been working to try to limit the amount of PFAS that's going into the environment. Uh, in fact, in the FAA reauthorization that we're going to be taking up this week in uh, in the Senate, uh, I've got language in there that will allow civilian airports to use alternatives uh, to uh, PFAS uh, in their firefighting foam, thus reducing the amount going into our into our environment. The EPA is preparing a PFAS management plan that's expected to be released by the end of the year. What do you hope to see in that plan? Well, I hope, uh, first off, we can uh, get an enforceable standard uh, so that we can hold folks uh, accountable uh, for this kind of contamination, not just uh, uh, federal government uh, properties, uh, Department of Defense, et cetera, but also private industry. You know, this is not uh, a contamination that's uh, confined to federal properties, although that certainly contributes to it. But we have when a lot of sites en- throughout Michigan. When you say enforceable standards, meaning meaning what? Well, meaning that there's a standard to clean up, and if you can find a accountability for someone that they're the ones responsible for the PFAS, that they would then be uh, required to, to uh, start uh, mitigation strategies as well as clean up. And then are you interested in a, or think it's necessary to have a drinking water standard from the EPA? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's part of uh, what we'll be uh, continuing to push for. And if the EPA decides not to act, is that something that Congress should consider requiring? Yes, yeah, definitely. There's no question. This is uh, critically important. I think, you know, PFAS, this could very well be a situation very similar to uh, to lead uh, and other things, that products that have been widely used and were widely used uh, throughout many, many years people have been exposed to. Uh, this is something that uh, we need to be addressing uh, nationally. This is not a Michigan issue. This is a national issue. In fact, at our hearing, I had uh, my two colleagues uh, from New Hampshire uh, there, who were very concerned, uh, very high levels of PFAS contamination in, in many parts of New Hampshire as well. So 
Uh, this is a, a national problem that requires my colleagues uh, throughout the Senate and the House uh, to be engaged in. What information do you feel like you need to know that you don't know to take additional next steps? Well, part of it is uh, back to the uh, health-related uh, information. You know, the National Institute of Health uh, figures feels that they don't really fully understand how all of this works, and, and it may also be difficult to know uh, if there are any kinds of safe levels. It depends on the kind of research. I did secure some additional funding through the NDAA, which is our National Defense Authorization for uh, increased uh, research uh, into these uh, chemicals, but it is uh, not that's not an easy task given the fact that this this class has 3,500 uh, chemicals associated with it, but it certainly uh, leads to a number of questions as to how we are creating these chemicals uh, that without kind of uh, background testing to understand what impact they may have on the human body, they eventually will get released uh, into the environment. And now with new technologies that are coming uh, on board, we're likely to see even newer compounds coming uh, out uh, at an accelerated uh, rate. So I think this raises a host of questions, not just related to PFAS, but generally the, the manufacture of uh, new chemicals uh, and whether or not they pose a potential human risk. And lastly, the EPA has said that it will hold a community meeting in Michigan later this week to discuss PFAS chemicals. They've held similar meetings in other states around the country. Do you have any additional information about that meeting that you can share with us? Uh, we are in the process of uh, working uh, with uh, with them uh, right now as far as uh, working out the details, and we'll have that information shortly. The meeting is on October 4th and 5th, correct? That's correct. That's what I have is the dates. But as far as uh, more individualized details, uh, my staff has been in communication uh, with them, and we're still developing uh uh, are still finding out exactly what they have in mind and pushing uh, them to make sure that they give every opportunity possible for individuals to be able to express their concerns about this. All right. Thank you, Senator Peters. Oh, great to be with you. Thank you so much.